How's it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn Podcast, your weekly source of video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is the Fibers one, the Apex Oat, Jacob. Good afternoon or morning. Or morning. It just hit the time where it could be both. This is true. No, that's not that's not real. It can't be both. It, it can it can be real. Yeah, okay, fine. It, it can be different time zones. Somebody could be in a different time zone. You know what? That people do do that, so it's a thing. It's, it, it might have right. started recent. I don't know, but there's time zones now. <laughs> it's all new to everybody, I'm sure. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, today, terrific. Yeah, the time zone thing always baffles me if you really think about it, because like today is tomorrow on the other side of the world. I I can't. I, my know. brain's going to try to go too hard in it. So is there part of civilization that lives always in the future? You know? Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like, how do you wrap your mind around such a concept? Like yeah, we're all the other side of the world gets things first. Yeah. Well, it's because they're in the future. Obviously we'll oh, get it later, sh- right? Right. <laughs> we're in the past. <laughs> that is how time works. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just getting hand-me-downs really from the future all the time. It's like a, like, you know, living downstream. It is like you, you get all the all the poop water. <laughs> you just get the doo doo water. <laughs> Speaking of the future, <laughs> I did see the DeLorean. They're making it. They're bringing it back, and it's all electric. You see that? No, no. You, you gonna scoop yourself one? Does it look? Does it look the same? Is it the yeah. same? Yeah. No, no, nobody wants that. You don't want that? Hold on, I might be lying to you. <laughs> is it a new electric DeLorean? Yeah. DeLorean. Glad I spelled it for me because I couldn't tell you how. <laughs> There's two capitals in it. <laughs> nah, they need to stop this. This ain't this ain't No. No. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> this, this this isn't where the future is. Let's, let's put this away. Oh hold on. Is this the, me. hold on. Maybe I've been looking at the wrong model. Are you looking the, at the oldie? I think so. This this one looks like a mix of like a Lamborghini and a uh and the DeLorean. <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel about this? Oh, is, that? is this something uh, that's this doing it for you? That's um, that's a sleek. Doesn't uh, look like a DeLorean. <laughs> is it the same one that I've seen? I don't know. Them tires are right, though. New DeLorean DMC-12. That's it? Yes, that's the guy. Everybody should Google Them that. Tires. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, there's like 14 different models. So I don't really know which one's real. I feel like me and my current um, state of you never know if you're going to be broken that day. I don't think falling in and out of this car <laughs> to get into it is the the go, the, the thing for me. <laughs> it's a, it's a quite quite low to the to the earth. Uh, you're gonna have to like definitely like crouch to get in it. <laughs> It's a long way down, and uh, these knees don't really like that. I guess if you do fall out, it really wouldn't be too bad of a tumble. You're already kind of there. Roll. Tuck and roll. Right into the grass and then back up. Back up. Spring right back up. Just like Ow. they taught you in parkour class. Yeah, that 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 senior class we had to take. <laughs> 
in parkour, parkour 101. economics 102 <laughs> <laughs> economics in parkour yeah you gotta know the 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 economic state of what you're parkouring over and on. Absolutely. It's a dual course. It's very uh, a very in-depth learning in you your must, base action. You must have got to the more advanced classes because I only got to the class where it, it showed you the proper goggles to wear around your neck for protection. Mm, the the ones next class to. up, they, they give you shoes instead of books mm. for proper grip. That makes sense. I don't think the books are, are going to improve your grip. No. Mm-mm. By the time you get to 103, they just throw the shoes away and you're all barefoot. <laughs> all natural. Oh, you're really uh, receding back, huh? <laughs> yeah. Get your toes in it. It's like <laughs> parkour, really feel it. parkour training wheels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta pop them off as you get better, man. That's how yeah. it works. I'm glad we had this discussion. <laughs> yeah. The parkour community, everyone appreciates this. Really bringing it to light. I'm going to stop looking at this DeLorean that I'm not going to buy. It's probably in your driveway already. I I would like yeah, to. You as get, long as it's plugged up. Car, Carpalooza.com or whatever it is. You know, yeah, you that's, I it get it special. Drop They airdrop it. <laughs> Sorry, sir. We missed your driveway. <laughs> You're going to have to peel that off your living room roof. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Hey, we should probably check that out. It's going to get pretty cold tonight. <laughs> Well, maybe that's how they're delivering uh, packages in the future over there in uh, the other side of the world. You're right. They're already there. Way over in tomorrow. Way into tomorrow. So that means every time we put a podcast out, we're always we're always putting it out in the past. We never can oh. deliver something to the future, right? My gosh. It's just terrible. Our content's oh. old before we even made it new. This is ruined. I'm done. Yeah, I think we should retire. All right, see you. <laughs> Going back to play loop here. <laughs> yeah, back to playing old loop here. <laughs> but hey, guess what? We got plenty, plenty of stuff on the day show because it's a gaming Ooh, podcast, right? Oh, you know it's what? actually it's a smorgasbord. I'd say it's it's quite all over the place. Oh man, I like those. It's, it's gonna it's gonna tease some taste buds all over the spectrum. <laughs> Getting the the two step in your mouth, you know. <laughs> two step in my mouth. That's what's, exciting. What's what's the dance now called? The the jerk? Is that what it is? Is it? Is that the new dance? That like you're skipping in place? You're right. You need to get with the times now. I'm sorry. I'm still over here punch dancing. Punch. <laughs> you're you're permanently uh, implanted into a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, I can't get it out of my system. <laughs> Try to get away from it. Uh, here I am. Punch dancing with myself in the car. Punch dance. You got to grab your belt and jump up and down. That's all you got to do. And you fit right into in, any dance. In the car? Yeah, not well. I guess if you really wanted to. Like belt off or like grabbing like. No. no. You got to have a, a nice belt buckle to, to really grasp. Ah, right. Then you just give it to like the little ankle flick jumps, you know, not like hopping in the air too hot. Oh, yeah. like Just yeah, a little, little yeah. pop. Little, I know you can't pop. see me kicking my ankle. <laughs> a little pop yeah. on the step. I did, I did it. I feel you know. Feel like I'm 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 almost professional. That's pretty close. And then you just put a little live. a little wavy and curvy in there. <laughs> that's that's my hair, so I don't even need that. Well, it sounds like you're already built to be a dancer. I don't know why this isn't your career. Uh <laughs> probably the crippling <laughs> arthritis, and, <laughs> and you know, the back part really slowed me down. You know, it is the flat feet. <laughs> 
That's what did it. That's what it is. They make arches for those. You can get them right at like Vernon Powell. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll size you up. But they, um, they murder you, though. They'll murder you? No, not like Vernon Powell. They're oh. nice. That's terrible. But I mean, like what, what would new fresh arches do for you if you're dead? <laughs> you get in there, your feet are like, nah, I don't fit this. And then it's just like trying to mold your foot. It's like when they did the foot binding back in the, the, the like 1100s or something, right? You know what? That's what I was digging for. I was like, I knew it was something. It was that the thing with the waist stuff and then like the people stretching their necks all in the same thing. That's where I was going. Just oh, you know which one I was grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> you just go for all three, just hook them all together. No. Hey, you know what? Look like Slender Man. <laughs> you know he has his own own kind of swag too. So I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't say it's bad. Yes. This is the multiple arm it. thing. I think it's really kind of throws me off. The multiple, uh, the tentacle uh, thing. Let me grab that for you with my other arm. And that's when I get my nose. That's what I question. I started to question what's uh you have more limbs than you should have. Yeah, he's got those sneaky ticklers. Little sneaky sneakies. <laughs> <laughs> Feel something slipping up the back of your shirt. <laughs> oh, hey, it's just me, guys. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know where this show is going. Uh, it's gonna be a weird place today. Why do we do this? Hey, I don't up. know. Why do we even record this? Not even games anymore. Is just <laughs> hey, you know what I thought about like last night while I was looking at bed? <laughs> what if Slender Man wasn't that bad and he just actually went around tickling people? Tickle, that tickling the whole thing. Open up a Slender Man amusement park. I'm gonna get you. Yeah, I'm gonna get you. Just mm-hmm. Slender Man running around. Not behind that tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, guess what you'll oh, find behind yeah. that tree? Guess what you might what find behind it? that tree? Street what Fighter Six. I might find. Three point oh, six from Capcom. <laughs> is, is it <laughs> the best segue I had, man? It's the best segue I could do. It's not bad. <laughs> I know. I, I was throwing you a lot of really tough ones. So. Yeah, you know, I had to really bend that one. But Capcom will uh, announce Street Fighter Six apparently on Monday, which I mean, apparently they already know on the other side of the world, right? So. Oh, that's true. They know. <gasps> we got. We got to wait. How does that work? <laughs> I know how it works. I don't want to get into that. I'm going to jump into like different world lines, and that is not the place for me. Yeah. That's for our other podcast about yeah. space and time. Space and time. But Andy Robinson will tell us how it works at VGC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so apparently Capcom will announce Street Fighter Six when its countdown teaser concludes on Monday morning. It's been claimed. That's according to Gamesbeat journalist Jeff Grubb, who said on this pay- uh, paywalled giant bomb video show transcribed by VGC, that he'd hear from multiple sources that Street Fighter was what Capcom teaser site is uh, ticking towards. Everyone should, ex- should expect Street Fighter 6 because that's what I have heard, Grubb said. According to the timer on Capcom website, the reveal will be made 1 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. GMT, and on Monday and February 21st, or Sunday, 10 p.m. Pacific Time. Though there's been no indication from Capcom what exactly the countdown is ticking towards, fans have expected something Street Fighter related since his timing concludes exactly what the conclusion of the company's Street Fighter Pro Tour season finale. Until Sunday, fam- February 20th, Capcom was hosting three days of exhibitions matches featuring 31 pro Street Fighter V Champion Edition players. Street Fighter Series celebrates its 35th anniversary this year, and Capcom recently confirmed it would celebrate the occasion. 
Please look forward to the future development of Street Fighter series, it said. So do you think it's Street Fighter uh, 6? I've heard this is all over the place, so what do you think? Well, Jeff Grubb said that it is because it is. That's what he's heard, so I'm so glad, so glad that Jeff Grubb works for Capcom and told us all this. <laughs> he said it is because I heard. Done. Print it. Go. Um, I don't know. Like I think when I first saw it, uh, when I was reading on it, like a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's the Resident Evil Four remake." Oh, it's uh, what was the other one? Um, a new Dead Rising because the clock looked like the same watch clock that you have. <clears throat> and uh, Street Fighter was the other one, and I can't remember if it was one other one people were speculating, but <clears throat> they were really hard on the Resident Evil Four remake. Yeah, I feel like there's. Oh, you know what I you know what I heard it might have been. Mm. Uh, that Pragmata. Pragmata uh, news. I want that. Give I'm, me that. I'm hoping that's... I was hoping it was related to that. Because what else... Okay, yeah, that's cool. We can have uh, another Street Fighter. Uh, there's a big fan base around that. But, like, I feel like people are anticipating that anyways. You know, like, that's something that's going to happen. Pragmata is, like, it's so mysterious. Like, you know, I feel like a countdown timer would be more relevant to that game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But he's saying it's, it's Street Fighter, so it looks like it's Street Fighter Six. Uh, he he knows it's Street Fighter Six. He's already sealed it. Yeah, he's he's he came out and said it pretty hard. So he pretty much sent like a letter to everybody's house. I got one. It was it was notarized and everything. It's very nice. It just says it's Street Fighter. It's Street Fighter. <laughs> Please advise. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd like to see Resident Evil, but I mean, it's most likely it's going to be Street Fighter. It, it yeah. lines up, I think, with the times and everything. And, and That's true. It, it makes sense. I mean, I was never like a big Street Fighter fan. I, I played a lot of other fighting games, but I played like the old, old Street Fighters. But I never got into the newer ones. Yeah, I heard Street Fighter five. I, I didn't I didn't play that one, but I, I want to say it was kind of a mixed bag on Street Fighter five. On a review, so maybe they put some time and thought and effort and making a big reveal for Street Fighter Six is maybe the better idea this time. Make it really something special. But I thought they did really good marketing on Street Fighter Five when uh that came out too. They did a lot of work to that. That didn't even have uh, I think an arcade mode when it came out. It was really bare bones, wasn't it? Then they added a bunch of stuff to it. Yeah, it was barely any fighters in it too, compared to what it is now. Yeah, so maybe this is maybe this is the move. Thirty fifth anniversary too, so maybe they're gonna come out with something special, something really good for six. They gave they gave Street Fighter Five away on PS Plus like I don't know years ago. Did they? I don't, I don't think I got that one. Yeah, uh, I don't think it wasn't like the it was just a bare basic version of it. It wasn't like the the I fixed Street Fighter Five edition. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh, holy yeah. crap, here's everything edition. <laughs> here's the stuff we owed you edition. <laughs> uh, no, but no, none of that. None of that. Either way, though, um, I'm excited for whatever they... want to play a fighting game now. Yeah. I, ain't played a, I haven't played actually a good fighting game in a... Shoot, probably since, like, Dragon Ball Fighters, maybe. Besides, like, Smash... Yeah, yeah, I don't no, count smashes like I don't that. Count though. that in the same, yeah. No, no, that's like a brawler. 
you know, it's like a, it's his own genre. I feel like, you know, it is. Uh, whereas a, like a, like a 2d side view, you know, punch him in the face kind of game. <laughs> That's a whole nother story where combos are really essential to like victory. And I'm going to have to boot up a fight game after this. Hey, you know, PlayStation gave away that, uh, what Ooh. was it? That one, that, that King, new one. King of fighters. King of Fighters, yeah. Yeah. That brand new one. You can tune that in. I don't have a second controller on the PlayStation. Oh. Well, solo forever you are. It's beside me. (laughs) Uh, I want them to hear me developing arthritis on this this D pad. (laughs) (laughs) I want them to see my tears as I'm trying to do a quarter circle turn. Yeah. As you blister out every finger you got. That's them old thing is he wouldn't even say up left right. Yeah. <laughs> Quarter circle turn left back. Uh, yeah, you just you just you swivel your fingers around. Then your fingers hurt yeah. like real bad. That's where you lose your thumb from catching the edges thumb of that deep pad. <laughs> Between that and the old uh, sixty four controller, your hands don't stand a chance. No, and that joystick on the sixty four controller was never uh it was never the best. <laughs> so he's just plastic, hard plastic joystick. Yeah, it crunches when you turn it. Mm. Yeah, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Six. It's a thing. Stone number two. Ubisoft says it may, it can stay independent, but would review any buyout offers. So I guess they're getting it, getting the itch over there. At Ubisoft sounds like there, there's a lot of companies that have been saying this recently. Ooh, somebody buy me. Somebody buy me. Uh, <laughs> Platinum Games was saying it, too. Well, I mean, you uh, figure... We're not opposed to it, but... Yeah, Platinum Games. We have our independence. I could see them. I could see Microsoft buying Platinum Games. I meant to say this last week. Completely forgot it. Like, uh, I glass... Like, gl- mm, those are words. Glanced and glossed over it. Uh... They're talking about that there was talks of wanting to reboot uh, what was it called? Scalebound. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. If you remember that, the uh, the game a few years back. Actually, I think we talked about it way when we started the podcast originally. Oh, I early see on about they canceled it. Remember, it was like a huge game they showed off at E3 and like everybody was like, yes, yes, yes. Mm hmm. And that um, they just never showed anything else, and eventually like canceled it. And I feel like it was supposed to sort of be like a a Monster Hunter game, which made me think about when Xbox was saying they're talking about making a Monster Hunter style game. I was like, oh, maybe they are actually bringing it back. Yeah, that's not a bad. It's not a bad prediction. But yeah, that hit me. Um, I don't. I don't know how I got there. But Ubisoft, though. Yeah, let's see what they're about to say. So Andy Robinson of VGC says, Ubisoft has told investors it believes it can remain independent amidst the recent trend of consolidation in the game industry. M&A activity in the game industry hit a record $85 billion in 2021 and has been forecasted to reach $150 billion this year. With huge deals such as Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard and Take-Two's buyout of Zynga having already been announced in 2022's opening months. Asking the earnings call on Thursday... If Ubisoft believed it would be able to guarantee access to various gaming platforms, it releases games in the future. Should it resist any consolidation happening in the industry, CEO 
Yves Goulimat said it believe it would. We will continue to have access to all those platforms, and all those platforms need great content. If we are continuing to do great content, then we would then if we're continuing to do great content like we do today, we will be able to access all those platforms, he said. If we look at Nintendo, we are the number one third party publisher on it. Nintendo is interested in everything we do and we are even developing games with their brands. So the collaboration exists and is very fruitful. The X executive said he believed Ubisoft could remain independent without any offer to buy the company would be reviewed in the interest of its stakeholders. We can always take uh, decisions into the interest of our stakeholders, which are employees, players, and shareholders. Ubisoft can remain independent. We have the talent and financial scale and a large portfolio of original IPs, Gulamot added. Having that, we, if there were any offer to buy us, the board of directors would, of course, review it in the interest of all stakeholders. CFO Frederick Dugat added later in the call, we will not speculate on why people haven't made any offers, Gulamot added, or if any offer was made. Dugat continued, what we can say is that our high value assets, we have the scale to remain independent and create very meaningful value in the future because we have the scale in terms of workforce, engineering, technology, IPs, and engaged communities. That's why we're able to serve as many platforms today as such high content, high quality content. Of course, we wouldn't speculate any more on any potential interest in buying Ubisoft. So I don't think I don't see anybody buying Ubisoft. Uh, I feel like their goal is to have their content anywhere, and I think that would kind of like damage their vision. What do you? It makes what do you the think? most sense with their games and how they do and market them. I mean, they're large games, so why not have it on all the consoles? Exactly. And it sounds I, like they were a little upset that no nobody offered to buy them. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, be various things contributing to that, right? So they do a lot of yeah. a lot of close work with Nintendo, you know, and Xbox or I mean, PlayStation. Either they're not gonna they're not gonna allow that. I'm sure uh, they're gonna want that content for their consoles more than likely, especially any kind of exclusives. I don't see them working cross brand so closely with other brands. Yeah, if that was the case. So that might that might damage some you know reputations with each other or sever some ties that they don't want to kind of lose. Right. Um, other than that, uh, I think they do a fine job on their own of publishing and and kind of being their own producers for a lot of these games. Uh, Assassin's Creed series uh, being one of them that you know they turn that into something pretty incredible. We, I mean, we have our our, our gripes with it, of course. Uh, but still, it is a great game, and they and they they keep turning around and adding more to it, and adding more to it, and making it even better. Um, they do have some some other stuff on the ride, like Skull and Bones. It supposedly is coming out uh, as we never know. It's been coming out since like 2017. <laughs> yeah, uh, supposedly that's still in the works. Uh, I heard I did read something that they had a Might and Magic RPG game in the works. Uh, that might be something of you know you know this is stuff that would be a cross platform thing you're like you're not going to lock down might and magic on xbox like it just sounds like something that's a fan base for this, this brand is everywhere already let's go ahead and sp- spread that love across all platforms that just makes more sense for like what ubisoft is as a company yeah most of their games wouldn't uh even be where they're at now if they didn't have the the large base across all the platforms really i mean they also took rainbow six and and 
redid it and turned it into this long term, like almost uh, full service game where they constantly releasing content over how many years has it been? It originally was like a 10 year plan. Yeah, Siege has been out for quite some time. I uh, wonder what the mm-hmm. release date is. At. And they got Extraction out too. Um, right. Let's see. Because Extraction, I think, is doing pretty pretty well. Uh, is that cross-platform? Do you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was actually available day one Game Pass and 40 bucks on other platforms. Not bad. Something we need to try out if you uh, acquire it in some way. <laughs> I'll send them a thing and see if I get a like game code or something, right? <laughs> hey, yo. Let your boy play. <laughs> so Rainbow Six Siege came out in 2015. Man. So it's been quite some time. They've been building on that for seven years. So that's pretty incredible. Yeah, without doing another, uh, like a two, like Destiny 2, like our big talk last week on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like it, they took their game and they really molded it. Like they even got to a point where it was like a little stagnant, and they 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 really chopped it up with some of the operators and just constant updates to it. Community's super toxic, but I mean the game used to be a lot of fun. Those people have been playing that game for day one, though. It's like that's why that's one thing I think that's the hardest thing about Rainbow Six Siege is like their fan base and the community has been there since forever. So if you try to step foot in that, like you just don't, don't have a chance. You got to get blasted through a wall from like three rooms away. Yeah. yeah. That was just terrible. No, I used to do it. <laughs> um, but rainbow six extraction, I thought was pretty, pretty smart for Ubisoft as well. Cause it's, it's player versus environment. So you're instead of, you know, team versus team is team versus, uh, like an alien, it's almost like an alien evasion. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know if you've seen too much of that game, but you actually have to, like, if you go down in a match and your teammates don't bring you back, you have to actually go back and get your, your team, your, yourself. You have to rescue yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just, I heard you can't use those operators too until you, you rescue them. Yeah. So that's an interesting concept. I thought that was pretty cool. I like that idea of it. Yeah. I was like, what happens when you when you lose all your operators? <laughs> when, you, when you run out, when you fill up the aliens. You just close the game and like you don't need to play That's this anymore. <laughs> like, well, uh, you didn't save the world, so. Game over, yeah, question mark. Uh, so it's maybe not for even, you. <laughs> you can't even reinstall the game because it's like, oh, yeah. your people are still dead. <laughs> My B. That's great. I thought it was cool, though. I thought it was a cool idea. Yeah. I'd like to get back in it. I just don't have anybody to really play it with. I'd, I'd like to dive in there with other people. Yeah, because you need a three. I think it's a three-player ordeal. Yeah, you can do it by yourself. It's just... Um, Much harder. doesn't have the same feel, you know. No, that makes sense. That was always that way with Siege. If you, like, it was so much fun if you were in with like a group of buddies that you you knew, and like you all could communicate, and you don't like hate each other. <laughs> now that makes perfect sense. A lot of those, uh, it's just like when we played Back for Blood that time. It's oh, just man. like it's it's super enjoyable when you're just playing with somebody you know. But as soon as you get the the one guy in there, 
uh, <laughs> that doesn't know how to properly <laughs> mute the mic. <laughs> it's like that's really kills the experience. Me. <laughs> Come back. Why you guys got big guns? <laughs> uh, I ain't got no fun. big guns. Oh man, I just picked up that light machine gun. Yeah, you're you're toting the the big LMG across the map. That's that pretty fun. fun. I, I would like to play that again. Yeah, mm. the game is good. I, I'm sure they added some stuff to it since we played as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also got that uh, the expansion stuff coming out. That could be something too. That's true. I, I tinkered with it a little bit during Christmas and got me some festive items. Uh, How dare you? Yeah, I, I didn't. I played like a a little bit. Uh, a little bit of. Uh, I think I replayed the stuff that we already played, and just kind of went back and did some stuff. You went back to the bar level because that's like the best level. That, yeah, yeah, I did redo that. I was like, man, this is this is the best. It reminds me of I, I wish you seen that movie, The Kingsman. Uh, but it's like he goes into this church and like all, he had like the people in the church are like under like mind control, and the Kingsman guy, he's like a special like spy, like gentleman Englishman, and yeah, uh, yeah. and he's uh super great at hand to hand combat. <laughs> And he like murders his entire church full of people, which is oh, that's nice. Which is you know not the greatest <laughs> thing to say, probably out loud, but they're but all hey, under mind control and they weren't worshiping uh, your savior. So I guess it was okay. Yes. <laughs> For the better, had to put him down. He did. He put them all down. It was uh, it was, but it's a, it's an immaculate action scene. It's just so fast paced and and gory. I, I need to just send you a clip of that movie just for that part. <laughs> you do. I, I'm pretty sure it's exactly how that bar fight went since I got laid out across the top of the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's what it reminds well, how's he, me of. How's he going prone? Yeah, I, I didn't know, know you go prone. <laughs> now I'm dead. <laughs> I'm just. I've dead. been laying here for a while. <laughs> I was trying to pick up pick up ammo, and I was like, I was just resurrecting you, I guess. <laughs> it's, scoot over! I need those. I need those, <laughs> those but, bullets. I need those bullets, bro. Can you can you can you scoot? No, nah, no, nah, bro. I'm dead. Good. <laughs> nah, nah, I gave it, I would have screwed you for a long time ago. <laughs> but guess what? You might want to scoot over to Cyberpunk 2077 for story number three. Ooh, I got some experience for you. So we got a 1.5 I'm patch and new gen versions are now out alongside a free trial. Uh, so if you wanted to try the game out for a few hours, I think it'll let you know. Um, Andy Robinson of VGC VGC says Cyberpunk 2077's long-awaited new-gen console versions are out today. It has been confirmed alongside a significant patch for existing platforms, such as last-gen consoles and PC. Furthermore, a free five-hour trial version is available to all users on Xbox Series X-S and PlayStation 5 consoles, with progress carrying over to the full game. The trial will be available for 30 days until March 15th at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, and 4 p.m. GMT, 5 p.m. CET. The PS5 and Xbox Series X versions of Cyberpunk 2077 feature ray tracing, 4K resolution graphics with dynamic scaling, faster loading, and a variety of other visual and technical improvements, according to CD Projekt Red. The version is available day on today as either a new purchase or a free upgrade for uh, owners of the PS4 and Xbox One versions of the game. Xbox users will download the new version automatically, but PS5 users will have to re-download the newer game. Both Xbox Series X and PS5 versions of Cyberpunk have a 4K slash 60 FPS performance mode and a 4K 30 FPS ray tracing mode. Meanwhile, Xbox Series S will run at a 1440p 30 frames per second. Patch 1.5 will add fixes and improvements across all platforms. The developer said in the live stream on Tuesday, including a completely reworked perk tree, 
which is said to be significantly different enough that players loading existing saves will need to redistribute their act, uh, abilities. The perk tree changes and are designed to make combat fairer and to remove less useful abilities, it said, as well as adding new features such as knife throwing. CD Projekt also said it made the world more active and on new-gen consoles and PC with new NPCs and crowds that react to the player. For example, by engaging in combat, the player pulls a weapon. Vehicle traffic is also said to be more realistic than it was in the base game. The game economy has been rebalanced and is easier for players to earn cash. New uh, character customization options have been added, as well as new features for renting apartments across Night City and customizing their interiors. And that's just a snippet of the uh, patch notes. The patch notes you can look up are pretty extensive. Um, but yeah, they just came. They had their 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 presentation, a little showcase thing, and they were just like, "Hey, go get it, guys!" And I think that is probably the most appropriate way they could have done that. Uh, what do you think, though? Where you stand? You got some some hands on experience with Cyberpunk? I did. I actually, um, I was so surprised that I thought there was going to be like an announcement, like it would be coming again. Didn't know they were just gonna do the old drop, so I went and re-downloaded it, and it was pretty big uh, compared to the other version. I think the other one was like fifty, and then when I re-downloaded it, it was like ninety gigs. So Ooh. I jumped in. Uh, everything was about the same at first, but once I got into the actual game, I did automatically notice a large difference in graphics just on the opening tutorial stuff. Um, I will say that I tried both versions. Uh, I'm more of a fan of the performance where it locks it in at 60. It just runs way smoother. I mean, the ray tracing is kind of pretty on some parts, but it's kind of choppy with the 30 frames. It, it, I don't know. I don't know if it just <laughs> doesn't do it well or it didn't do it for me, but I was way more into how smooth the actual 60 frames ran. Uh, the combat felt a lot smoother. Actually, just the transition of using your hacks and, and, and everything, that felt a lot better. Guns played better. Uh, I did encounter like one little glitch while I was playing, but it wasn't anything before. It wasn't like uh, Jackie sitting in a chair that wasn't there or anything like it was, <laughs> like it used to be. Uh, I think the only thing I had, it was almost like in-game lag. It was really weird. Like some of the enemies were glitching across the screen and then not taking damage. And then all of a sudden he like exploded backwards. <laughs> nice. So that, that was cool. I mean, he had like a late shotgun impact, I'm assuming. So I guess, uh, but other than that, it's been, it's been not, not too bad since, you know, it's very pretty. Uh, like for sure. The, the next gen update is, you can tell that's for sure so would you be uh i guess this is a question that everybody would probably ask but would you if this game if the, if this is the version of the game that came out in december of 2020 would you be content uh from the like i played uh probably about two maybe three hours of it into it um so far yeah i'm a little bit more impressed than what i was when i first had it um but i really want to get into going to some of the other parts of the city. I, I will say, uh, right when you come down, did, did you play a little bit of it at the beginning? No, I haven't. I haven't started it at all. Still, uh, I was I was waiting for this moment. <laughs> okay. So basically, once you get out of your first little tutorial section into the actual city part, 
like near or like your place and everything. Um, it actually felt a little bit more like a city than what it did before. It felt a little bit more full, a little more people in there. Um, the I know the NPCs have like different actions. It's a little more variety to everything. Uh, the cars felt a little better, like driving with them and everything, and other people. Uh, you know, the other cars on the road. That part felt nice. Like, I, I think... It, it might be better. <laughs> I do want to get a little bit more building out the character to try some of the other stuff to see how that is. Or once you get into the bigger fights. Um, but I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm in, I didn't uninstall it immediately after. So there's that. Yeah. That's all. That's more than you could say for the first go around. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I will say, try out the, the 30 frames ray trace and see it a little bit, but most likely I, I know for you, you're going to, you're going to switch back over to that, to the, the 60. It just plays and, and feels better. It doesn't have that actual clunky feel. You, you'll you understand what I'm saying when you go to try it out. Oh, I feel like I, I feel like I get you. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I had that same, I feel like it's the same kind of experience when I was playing Spider-Man. Like, yeah. you don't realize like how much 60 frames does for you. Even, even just like doing like your combos and that stuff in that game where like, thrown off by like the lack of the extra frames mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty yep. crazy you're making me reconsider going back to play control because i played that all in uh the visual mode where it was 30 with ray tracing but yeah well control was pretty pretty slick uh and mm-hmm. i thought both of the modes were pretty good on, on control yeah. um and it looked fantastic on either mode Ooh, yeah can't can't deny that glare off the floors and stuff and some of the facility areas look really good. It is a really good time for gaming and just the, the, the tech that's come out for it. I want to say um, just the, the way these games look and how they operate. And yeah, no, it's I, impressive. I, I do believe there's coming another control game. So keep that in mind. Very excited. No, that should be with that one week too. Yeah. I want to say I heard about this not long ago. I wish I uh, wish I found more. Uh, Remedy's supposed to be making like four new titles or something, though. Yeah, you're right about that. Something they like said that. that. A little while back, that they had some in the works. And I want to say Control Two, or 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 maybe is it, maybe it was a game in the Control world. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't remember, but there is definitely going to be some more of that, and uh, I can't, I cannot, like, I can't say that uh, I'm not looking forward to that. Control was really good. It's all um, a shared universe, I think, because I think Alan Wake. I'm, I'm pretty positive, same universe. Maybe so. I, I haven't dug into it like that, but uh, that might be the case. It is really unique. <laughs> the, the games they make are so unique compared to like other games, like. And that's what I really like about it. Like the combat in Alan Wake is a lot with the flashlight and stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. and then you got control where it's, it's a mix of gunplay and mind control capabilities and stuff. Uh, yes. And telekinesis. Yeah. Uh, flying. Flying. <laughs> I, I can say I wasn't a fan of the flying and control. Uh, it, it, no. felt, it felt clunk. It felt weird, man. It's, it's like the movement and the. You got to upgrade it, man. As yeah. soon as I got that, I just lived in the air. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. Like I understand what they were doing with it. I just I felt like it could have been like uh, 
I don't know. If, uh, there's other games that I feel like they've kind of like got flying a little bit better. But and I give them full respect for even putting that in the game. I didn't expect uh, you'd be levitating around the yeah. map, slinging rocks. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm completely, I'm completely content with it. Mashing desk and fire hydrant in people's face from across the room. I did a lot of button Whoop. mashing in that game because. Uh, oh yeah. There's no, no, no block in that game besides the stupid like boulder uh, thing. Yeah, <laughs> Keep the there's game a block shield. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, yeah, you never put points in that. You're nah. like, hey, no block existed this game. It, it was full offense that whole game. <laughs> there was never was no defense. And that's how I played that whole game. I, but it was it was good, fast paced. So I give you that. But Cyberpunk, so so is this the time? Uh, it should I put the disc in? So it it kind of messed me up. Uh, I was actually really looking forward to next gen Cyberpunk, uh, mm-hmm. but they, it came out the same time as Horizon, which uh, Horizon Forbidden West. So I don't know if that's the greatest idea on. CG no, probably red, uh, but I've been playing Horizon, so I didn't mess with Cyberpunk. So I'm glad that you had some hands on to kind of get me uh, excited or not excited. I for think that you should finish uh, Horizon first. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah this is going to be my I game after. The graphics on Horizon are are outstanding. Yeah, I'll talk about it a little bit later about Horizon. I give you my a little bit of an impression on it. Uh, I, I probably got like. Uh, Maybe six hours each into it. Uh, out of control. But yeah, I'll break. It. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more later. I don't. I, I don't want to take the you know the, the light away from CD Projekt here from yeah. pull, you know digging its way out of the grave. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a good step in in where they're going. Um, and just it's. I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm sort of playing it slow. I'm I'm going back and forth to it. Like sometimes it you know it doesn't. Uh, those first-person shooters don't always tickle my mood, fancy. So I gotta play them when it happens, and it, you know, I'm gonna try to take it a little bit slow and not rush through it. I want to yeah. actually try to enjoy it. That makes perfect sense. I think what people really wanted out of Cyberpunk was like a uh, almost like a full-blown like RPG, like um, almost like a Dungeon and Dragon. Like you making a character and you really living the life of this character you create and molding him to like this in-depth RPG, like, you know, kind of like the Witcher, like a little more yeah involved of an RPG where this is kind of a mix of like a GTA with a little bit of like Deus Ex, you know? Yeah. It was, it was a mild, mild version of RPG mechanics. And I think people were just like, eh, I got, you know, we've had this before. We, we've done this before. Even, even though the world supposed to be what makes that game, and that's kind of what let everybody down. The city was bare. You know, it, it, it wasn't what they expected. But hopefully, hopefully they're they're getting it to where it's at least a perfect game to approach in uh, 2022. Yeah, I think I'm going to end up going back and changing my character again because I, I never can decide. I really I either want to use like all melee weapons and like be able to punch somebody and they fly across the road. Or, or those blades, like the arm blade things, because that seems pretty cool. Yeah, I guess it would have come down to how good the melee mechanic is in that game. Because, uh, if it's anything like Far Cry Primal, I'm I'm totally not in. <laughs> <I'm> totally not in. <laughs> uh, but if it's more like Skyrimish, uh, sure. Yeah, it's there. It feels a little bit more like that, like Fallout ish. Ish. <laughs> ish. <laughs> Hard ish. 
<laughs> on the end. Uh, it's like kind of like uh, Fallout, but if uh, somebody else made the game. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't name it Fallout. Uh, that's great. But we got some news also for story number four on Nintendo. Oh, man. They're all over the place. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite story. This, this one Let's gets me. Let's about this <laughs> earlier in the week. Killed yeah. me. So Nintendo is forbidding uh, Switch Sports playtesters from sharing info on social media. Don't do it. It's the dumbest we'll take thing. everything from you. So Jordan Midler at VGC says Nintendo has prohibited Switch Online users from participating in this week's Switch Sports Online playtest for sharing any of the experiences on social media. The sign-up page for the playtest states that by downloading and participating in the Nintendo Switch Sports Online playtest, you agree not to uh, publicly share any details from the online playtest, including your social media channels. The playtest, which features tennis, bowling, and chambara, will be live from February 18th, 2022 until February 20th, 2022. It's currently unclear how Nintendo plans to police players who post images and videos from the playtest online. While Nintendo can disable the Nintendo Switch's inbuilt capture tools, it appears that they have blocked sharing on Switch Sports. External HDMI-based capture cards can't typically be blocked by the system. In order to participate in the test, players must redeem a code from my Nintendo store. In the description for finding the item, important, please read the following information, it states. Participants are forbidden from sharing information about the online playtest publicly, including sharing screenshots or video footage from the game on social media. However, in order to redeem the item, players aren't required to agree to any terms other than those in fine print. There also don't does not appear to be any notice within the Switch Sports playtest software itself about not sharing information online. So, I've never this. It sounds pretty lucrative, you know what I mean? This uh, mm-hmm. this whole ordeal. But usually, this is something that you would do um, if this game was in like about to be entering beta or something like that coming out of an alpha build and you want right. people and you want people to check your stuff out but you don't want nobody else to know about it yet this would be something that you would have people to enlist in but whereas this game is coming out in april uh i feel like nintendo is like we feel like it's good but we don't have much confidence in it so don't tell nobody yet <laughs> yeah. i don't, don't know be speaking I don't know what that means for the state of the game. Uh, if, if you know you're not allowed to, ex- you think you know that's like free media, like that's free marketing. If people are playing this game and, and getting it out there, uh, I feel like they're not doing themselves a justice unless there's something they're worried about with the game. So, what's your take on it? <laughs> I it just seems so uh, like if you, if you say something, we'll shut it down. Don't do it. Don't badmouth it. We'll take golfing out altogether. <laughs> It um, I, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. Like it's it's sort of like uh, because Atlas did it with Persona, I think Persona Five. They super locked it down and was saying like uh, you couldn't even stream certain parts or up to a certain point, and they would block it out and they would like cease it. And I just I don't understand some of it because it is really free marketing. I mean, you would want people to talk about that unless like you said you got some kind of it might not be that good <laughs> or or what was it they're they're actually hiding the secret lore for kirby mouthful mode in yeah in nintendo uh, uh switch sports golf <laughs> maybe he catches the uh the golf he balls is the hole. <laughs> <laughs> he is the golf course <laughs> he is the golf course 
I have mouthful uh, the golf course. <gasps> but uh, this is a uh, it's the type of game that it is. It's not like it's some like huge open world RPG MMO game or something like you know. It's yeah. like a like it's it's Persona. A, I get that yeah. in a way. Like yeah, absolutely. And this is just a really a collaboration of mini games. If we really want to break it down, uh, different yeah. activities. I mean, it's not like like I don't know what Nintendo is thinking with this. Uh, it's just there to be a Nintendo, and that's I guess that's not strange, but at the same yeah, time, it's like one way it is. It's like uh, or like a month away. Like, what are, what are we what are we shaming here? I don't I don't get it. So I I did actually see before I got on here, uh, somebody posted a picture of uh, like a couple of pictures of it, but they blurred everything out. Uh, so I don't know if that counts as well. You could still tell what it was. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to look like the trailer, right? <laughs> like they yeah. showed us, it's going to look like more of that. I don't. The only thing is, I can I just assume that Nintendo's not 100 percent confident that this game is what they want it to be, and they don't want that to get out before they maybe patch something or fix something or or whatever it may that be. That is how they typically work, though. They want it to come out in in full and have like little work to do to it afterwards. I will say that about Nintendo. Yeah, the other games are solid. They use, they use, it's very seldom that a Nintendo game is broken in a, in some kind of manner that is not acceptable. I'm sure this I'm sure this Switch Sports game is fine. I'm not saying that it's broken. I just don't understand that the why the playtest is so lucrative. <laughs> uh, don't get that. Can't see it. And I'm just gonna blame it at just being Nintendo. I'm just gonna assume it's just yeah, Nintendo yeah. being Nintendo. You just chalk it up to that. I don't think it's much more than that. They're like it's ours. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think they just want people to wait for their stuff. Like you don't get Nintendo stuff early. Like you know, that's not like, oh, you know, people the playtest went well. We're gonna drop it a month early. They're not doing that. <laughs> They're not yeah, doing. Wow, that. so well, it's out now. Yeah, no, that's never happening. But I do plan on getting this, without oh, a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Man, you know what? The bowling will probably be so much smoother than Joy-Con too, because that's so much more reactive than that freaking light bar, sensor bar thing. <laughs> yeah, it's all the motion controls for the Switch are yeah. uh, so much of the football lengths feel the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got the gyroscopical stuff in it. So, yeah, those good gyroscopics really give me. It's gyroscopics. Feel your oh, big toe healthy. quivering thinking of that. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, gyroscopes. But guess what's going to get the other big toe quivering? Oh, what's that? Bioshock. Oh, a big daddy. Big daddy. <laughs> no, <laughs> what the, the, the connection there is just flawless. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's a very good segue. You really improved. <laughs> so apparently there's a Bioshock film in the works at Netflix and Take-Two. Uh, huge. Oh, this is amazing news. Huge news for Netflix uh, subscribers with that that extra two dollar increase. Uh, we didn't forget. We didn't That's forget. where it is. That's where my two dollars <laughs> went. And as uh, long as it's good, I'm cool with it. Very true. I feel like it's gonna be a hard. I feel like this is gonna be a hard thing to get right, though. In my opinion, it is. Uh, let's see what Tom Ivan says at VGC. He says Netflix has teamed up with a video game publisher Take Two to create a Bioshock film. The news was announced on Tuesday via the official Netflix Geek Twitter account. Netflix. 2K and Take-Two Interactive are partnering to produce a film an adaptation of a re-owned video game franchise, Bioshock, I said. While no further details about the project were shared, the tweet was accompanied by a quote from Bioshock antagonist Andrew Ryan. An imaginary 
of the iconic Big Daddy character and of the underwater setting of Rapture. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the partnership deal has been in the works for close to a year. A writer the filmmaker has yet to be attached to the project, which will see Vertigo Entertainment and Take-Two serve as producers. Bioshock released in 2007, and the game quickly attached the interest of Hollywood with the Pirates of the Caribbean director Gore Verbinski, originally attached to the helm of a feature film based on the IP. The project would subsequently see 28 weeks later filmmaker Juan Carlos Fresnadillo Fresnadillo lined up to direct was reportedly canceled because the studio was unwilling to invest in an R-rated version of the tale. In a recent Arcade Attack interview, Bioshock creator Ken Levine claimed that Take-Two ultimately granted him permission to veto the proposed movie, which he felt wasn't necessarily going in the right direction before the plug was pulled. Levine said the movie studios had a story that wanted to tell was wasn't necessarily a story of Bioshock. They liked the visuals of the world, but didn't buy into the story of any character to the same degree. He also he said he once had a meeting with a famous and very talented filmmaker whose first question was whether the movie would have to be set underwater. So obviously it has to be set underwater, right? That is yeah, the game. we're going to go from, from <laughs> the, the beginning. I mean, that's what, <laughs> that's what really started it. So, so I feel like that's going to be... Uh, I feel like that's going to be the obstacle is getting this. I think the setting is going to be almost just as important as the writing of this movie. Um, it has to. Because the setting and the visuals and the audio cues in the game were pretty much what made it what it was as like an atmospheric um, horror game. Yeah. It's, it's more or less like, okay, you had your action sequences, but it was the atmosphere that made the game have the creepiness, not really the, the cinematics or or what was happening on screen. That's going to be the key, like getting getting the setting correct and then applying the writing to that setting, I think is going to be the, the key to success. Yeah, I really want it to feel like you entered in this really beautiful city that they created but where it's something you know where it happened and everything's wet sticky and broken that is how the first one feels to a t and just the like you said the atmospheric is so creepy like when you're walking along and you can hear some of the the splicers yelling and and they're arguing about i don't know normal things that people would argue about like random stuff like that and then they just go bat crazy uh, I, I just I'm, I'm so curious to see how they I was trying to look up the Big Daddy to see a picture of it if they did actually do anything. I want to say the the technical term is is an immersive sim. I think is what they call them. Kind of like Prey, Bioshock, um, some other. I feel like some else. What else falls in that? Uh, Soma. Soma. So it was more on the horror end, mm-hmm. but it's very. That's, but that's another one I think they could pull some ideas from as well. Because Soma did a more of a realistic uh, underwater kind of setting, um, not really like an Atlantis underwater. It's more or less like actual laboratories underwater in Soma, right? Um, which had you know it had that was another one that did the setting so well. Whereas you weren't being constantly chased through that game, but like you always had that eerie sense of feeling like there's something could be there at any time. And they did that very well. But I guess, oh, what, what's a what's a real movie? What was that movie called with uh, 
Kirsten Stewart. Uh, underwater? Yeah, underwater. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I want it to feel like that atmosphere, how it kind of felt very... It was a, like labs, but it, everything else was very plain, very... What's the word? It was just like corridors and hallways. Mm. Everything was like uh, the the straight like color of like metal, the grays and whites, and very plain. It kind of had like the hospital lighting effect, if you know what I mean by that. Mm. Like everything felt like that, just the fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. I can I can hear the hum, taste the salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They did that movie pretty good atmospherically. Um, yes. I'm hoping that they can capture, like, like that has to be the thing they capture. And like, I hope they can get that across and understand that. Cause I, I sometimes producers and directors and stuff, they're like, Oh yeah, well, these characters are excellent. Well, you could put Harry Potter in, 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 you know, the Terminator movies. <laughs> it's not, Harry Potter's not cool anymore. <laughs> you know, like he's not cool anymore. Yeah. The setting has to match these characters. And uh, hopefully they can, uh, recreate that in some kind of manner because Bioshock is one of the best games ever created and uh, the, the characters they made in that game are like like Big Daddy he's, like, he's iconic to this day right like people still know who he is and there's kids that are like that never even played that series can recognize that character and know where it came from mm-hmm. um, along with Andrew Ryan uh, the people know these names and uh other other games pull inspiration from these these games as well. Like you know, Prey. I, you know the the guys over at Arcane Studios. I know they had to get inspiration from Bioshock. That game is too is too much like Bioshock. Yes. The more the more I play Prey, I'm like, wow, this is just Bioshock in space. And it, and I have no problem with that. I'm I'm completely fine Ooh. with them taking ideas that worked and redoing them in a way that works for them. That's completely fine with that. Like don't do bash. You want? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Finish. I was just saying, don't. No, there's no need to bash. Uh, like an idea. No need to write rewrite an idea if it was already good. You know. Yes. When when they do this, how do you want to see it done? Would you like to see it follow along? Like how basically the first game goes, sort of in that tracks, or you I like? Do you want to see something more as like a what introduction story for Andrew Ryan basically leading into the events of Bioshock, the first game? I think what they should usually typically what they would do, and I don't see this being a bad idea. I think what they should do is they should kind of follow the tracks of the first game because this is going to be a multi-part thing. I'm sure it's not going to be a one-off thing and uh, they should come out with like the first game or something similar in the tracks with maybe uh maybe not even the same character. Uh, but something in that in that path, right? Um, and then have some kind of like pre prequel to to that as uh, some kind of follow up, so you understand what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like if you just give people, I feel like if you give people a pre like the prequel before you give them the meat of what it's actually about, I feel like you'd lose interest if they don't understand what this series is. Because the game just throws you right into it. It's not like, oh, here, you're in this underwater thing. You know, this is uh, Welcome to Rapture. There's a thriving underwater city and yada, yada. You figure that out as you play the game. It doesn't even it doesn't even really tell you all that. Uh, you just got to discover it on your own. I think that's what the movie could do really well. 
is kind of bring that to light. Or even a series would even work better for this. I would but, think so too. I'm I'm kind of into that lately, more so than movies. They could do that either way. Uh, the the prequel thing would be cool. I think after the fact, because you know when you finish watching a movie, and you're like, wow, I wonder what happened or how this even came about, and then they come out with a prequel, yeah. and you're like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted to know. I feel like that would capture an audience a little quicker. Uh, it, uh, fair, fa- uh, fair comparison. Uh, they just came out with uh, the. Uh, we're just talking about the Kingsman, right? And and right. The, they the the scene from that first movie. Well, uh, they have they just put out the third movie on HBO, which is actually the prequel to the first two, and shows how the Kingsman organization got started. And uh, mm-hmm. it was it was a it was a big chunk of story. It wasn't as actiony. It was slower a slower tale. A lot of storytelling and it was good and it just showed you how it all kind of fell in place and and the, the events that took place to to form the kingsman and why it happened and now that made the other two movies connect even much like so much more on that on that front which would be perfect for bioshock i think i think so the the character design is going to be key for this i mean you're going to need really like for andrew ryan you're going to need a very strong like role, Phil, you need some. I, I was trying to think who would fit that, um, and even like the your main person, um, Andrew Ryan. I was thinking, oh, what's his name? Played uh, plays Venom. Uh, br- 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 uh what was his name? Oh, Mark his something. Name. Hold on. Venom. Tom Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. He's also yeah. Yep. Man man who breathes through crab. <laughs> um Yeah. I, I don't know. I could almost see, see him as an Andrew Ryan. Maybe so. Maybe so. But I, I really want to see him get that big daddy right. I want it to be I want it to feel like you know, the, the of course you're going to change some aspects of it to make it fit in how like things look like. Yeah, yeah. To transfer it from like game to actual real life. Yeah, but it's got to. I want it still hold that. He, he's got to be big. I mean, those guys are like massive. Yeah, it's got to be equally as doorways. horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> they they make their own doorways. Yeah, like that. I want the lights. Like I can just see us this. You picture it like in a hallway, like a corner, and something happens, and then like you hear that hum, like whoa, and you see the lights light up on the helmet, but that's all you can see in the dark. Ooh, I got the chills, dog. I guarantee that's how the first trailer you just described it. <laughs> and, then, and then it's either going to be a drill flying out, or like a little sister's going to jump on somebody's neck and be like, bat, <laughs> bat, bat. <laughs> but those yeah. are going to be creepy too. Like that's all. Like I'm so into. I want to see it. I want to see them in their crazy little outfits that they have. Like creepy. Their dead eyes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's making me want to get back and uh, do the thing again. Yeah, do the thing. Yeah, again. right. You got the tingles. <laughs> the old Jimmys are, are really running right now. Man, they're on a whole marathon. Oh, yeah. On the whole marathon right now. That's dangerous. <laughs> better hydrate. Better hydrate. <laughs> Sucking on that herbal tea bag. 
This is where we take our quick hydration break. Make sure you stand up, take a little break, stretch it out, have a sip of roo of water. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm excited for that. I don't think it gave a date, though, did it? Mm -hmm. Definitely probably post-2023, I would say. I would love if it was a series, though. I feel like you can tell a little bit more story and like even touch on like previous events. Like you were saying, like you could do flashbacks in between some episodes. Yeah, that would really give a chance to play out a little bit more like the Witcher uh, taking that. And like, if you put that as just like a movie, you would get nowhere near the amount of story that they're even trying to fit in to those short seasons. I mean, honestly, like some of that is still stuff that they could have stretched out further. Oh, for sure. The Witcher is a really in-depth uh, a story, though. It's, it's more than just like what's on the games. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's gonna be it's gonna be a good app. It's, not, it's nice to see this actually coming to Netflix. Netflix, I feel like, has been kind of a dry spell lately. They haven't had uh, too too much. Hey, I'm I'm into it though. They're they're actually like pushing it on content wise there's so much different stuff on there than your normal like I mean there's some stuff on there that's better than like your actual movies like triple A movies that are coming out I can agree with that and they're out there like these uh, starting actors you know putting all at it really dropping some some solid content out there there's a movie I'll on there. Try um, this two dollars now, but if uh, if we do it again, we might have to revisit <laughs> and talk about it. There's a a movie with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds on Netflix. Oh, I got I got to watch it. I it's, heard it's so it, funny. I think it was called Red Notice. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> that movie is hilarious. So number six, Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShops will be cl- uh, discontinued in 2023. Oh. <laughs> Go dust off your uh, 3DS now. Yeah, better start buying it up. Buying it up. Kate Bailey at uh, IGN says, The Wii U and Nintendo 3DS eShops will be discontinued in late March 2023. Nintendo announced today effectively closing off access to a host of content that can only be found on those platforms. This shutdown will be a multi-stage process that will last through 2022 until 2023. The specific, specific dates are as follows. May 23rd, 2022, it will no longer be possible to add funds using a credit card to the 3DS Wii U eShop accounts. August 29th, 2022, it will be no longer possible to use an eShop card to add funds. However, it will still be able to redeem download codes. Late March 2023, it will no longer be possible to make purchases, download demos or themes, redeem download codes or add funds. If you're worried about your existing library of eShop games, the good news is that you'll be able to re-download content you already own as well as existing software updates. However, it will be impossible to purchase new games. The discontinuization of the Wii U, e, or Wii U and 3DS eShops will remove access to seven or 1,799 titles currently available in the eShop. They include virtual console releases for the GBA as well as a host of other unique updates such as the 3D Classic Remakes. While many 3DS and Wii U games can be purchased physically, the eShop closure will part or will put additional pressure on supply and rise prices across the board. Mm-hmm. Yes, it will. One element in the Nintendo's FAQ address is the company's obligation to classic game preservation. The statement now deleted directs fans to Nintendo Switch Online, saying that Nintendo currently have no plans to offer classic content in other ways. 
we think this is an effective way to make classic content easily available to a broad range of players. The statement reads, within these libraries, new and long-term players can now not only find games they remember or have heard about other fun games they might not have thought to other otherwise. So that, that doesn't last, make me feel better. <laughs> the, last, the, yeah, the last paragraph, I think, is relating to a tweet they put out uh, based on uh, adding games to their, their Nintendo Switch online catalogs. Um, okay. Which does make it feel a little bit better, but that's only going to pertain to those uh, those categories that are already available, which I don't understand. Because if they close Wii U and 3D, are they going to add a 3DS uh, category? Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do I with the, 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 the Wii. Or the, gosh, there's too many t- Nintendo nerds. <laughs> Wii- I can't even talk now. <laughs> Wii. <laughs> with the Switch Online uh, Expansion Pass or whatever that thing's called. Uh, I'd imagine, <laughs> well, I imagine they're going to be adding a Game Boy Advance uh, tab on there or 3DS tab. I would uh, hope so. I mean, what, what else do you do, right? You can't play them games anywhere else. You need a touchscreen. So the Switch is the only console or the only, you can't, I mean, you can emulate it, obviously, but who's going to be doing that and have to click a little bottom screen or something? It's dumb. Nobody's doing that. And it's also illegal. Yeah. Besides the fact. Nintendo will knock at your door immediately. So. There's that. And then, you know, like, I don't know what is harming. And and, and the paragraph that gets me on this is, like, uh, you know, they have no plans uh, to offer classic content in other ways. I feel like that's that's not true. I mean, I feel like they're canceling all this stuff out so they can resell it to you on, on, the, on the Switch. I believe you're right about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do. Uh, and they're going to add that because there's, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but there's a story back about, uh, the Nintendo Switch um, online thing had there was a leak, and uh, each one of those categories—the Sega Genesis, the Nintendo 64, uh, the NES, and Super Nintendo—each uh, were like a category, and they were assigned numbers. Like one, I think two was the the first two original consoles, then four and five, I think, was the N64 and Sega Genesis. But there was like a missing column from one of the things that leaked, and they people presumed. Mm. People presumed it was going to be Game Boy related. I mean, uh, it makes the most sense, right? Which, yeah, and this, and they've been already emulating these games on the Virtual Console um, for quite some time. So they got the technology figured out. It's just a matter of pr- pricing it correctly for the online expansion passy Madudad and getting that content available in there. I would think, but I could be I could be a complete liar. I could have made all of that up. It would be a shame to see. I'm not too concerned. Like, I know some people would be concerned about the Wii U stuff, right? But some of that stuff has been ported over. And a lot of the main content of that, the Wii U system, is being ported in in terms of, like, Switch releases. Uh, The 3DS, on the other hand, there is no, there is zero way to access those titles once that happens. And that's that's the shame because, you know, games on the Wii U are going to be more relevant than the 3DS games. uh, Just because... Like, there's so many switches, but there's a lot of 3ds's out there, and it would be smart, I think, to have those catalogs, and people can use their catalogs of games on the Switch, on the new online pass for the Game Boy. It would be way <laughs> more convenient. Uh, but what do I know? You know, what do I know? So the 
problem is these 3DS games, after this happens, they're going to shoot up in price, like the physical ones through the roof. There's already some that are like dumb high. For example, uh, Fire Emblem Fates and what was it? Conquest and Birthright or something? Yeah, Conquest, Conquest and Birthright. And then they made a Conquest and Birthright. They made a special edition that was, I think it was Fire Emblem Fates which had both of those on it plus the DLC. And that was the only the only way to get the DLC was either on that cartridge or you have to download it. Um, that cartridge itself is anywhere from two to five hundred dollars. Well, that's ridiculous. Outrageous. Um, I think another one like I, I saw an example of was one of the. Shimigani Tensei three. I think is like a you can buy it like digitally for between I think it was twenty five and thirty dollars and physical wise is like eighty ish. Mm. So those are just like two games out of it, but the rest of these like some of these they're just going to shoot through the roof, and that's going to be the hard part. Unless Nintendo gives you another way to play them on their Switch system, which would make the most sense because they do it with all their systems. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna have to do something, right? <laughs> I guess no, you know, Nintendo they don't have to do anything, to be technically. But yeah, yeah. Technically it's, honest with you, but <laughs> I, I, I would think that uh they would have a way to port GBA and three DS games on the Switch. It's that's gotta something. be an idea already, right? I mean that's why why else would you get rid of your service? I mean, I know besides you're taking up people and, and that, but <clears throat> I'm sure there's a way Nintendo's always like, even though they don't say it as much, they are still about preserving their older content and older things and keeping it alive on the systems. I mean, they just added Earthbound. Yeah. So why not have a Game Boy slash color slash advance tab on there? So the 3DS has sold 70, almost 76 million uh, units. Oh, is that it? So it doesn't make sense to, to eliminate that ability for I'm not saying all 76 million are in use, <laughs> but, e- <laughs> yeah. but even if a percentage, Currently. a percentage of that is in use uh, and people are using them for purchasing uh, software and, you know, that's still revenue. I don't know what that equates to and what Nintendo is making on that, but it seems like after 76 million units, and this this is just 3DS. This is the 3DS Nintendo. This isn't talking about the Nintendo DS or Nintendo DSi or you know Nintendo 2DS. Like I consider they're yeah, all kind of they're all kind of like in the same grouping. Uh, but this is just strictly 3DS and 76 million. So there's a there's a huge huge quantity of these these consoles out there. Uh, I don't know why they would end the service on something like that unless they planned on making money on it in another form or fashion, right? Releasing them all on a on a hard copy and then saying it's only available for a couple months. Could be. You know, like I, I, I really do predict that they're going to come out with something on on that expansion pass because they got to have content on there and I don't think it's rich enough with content for me to purchase Whatever that price was, something outlandish a year, and I wasn't doing it. Yeah, that's why they added the Mario Kart stuff to it as well. They're going to build a nice little chunk of special things that come along with it. 
and I guarantee you it'll be some sort of rotating deal too. And you got to think too, because they're coming out with uh, Metroid Prime Four, right? Yes. The, the only way to play the play the the prequels to that right is on 3ds and Wii U and Wii. Yeah. So how how I does the old copies? Yeah, how does that work? You know, say I missed, say I miss Metroid Prime three on the Wii U. <laughs> I think Wii. Too bad. <laughs> then you know how do Miss I how happened. do I how do I follow up on that? I was on the Wii. It was on the Wii. That's what I thought. Corruption. That's the one where they had the altar Samus. Oh uh, yeah. The, the evil Samus. But that was on the Wii. Uh, Wii what if I want to go back and, and scoop this up? You know, you can't you can't do it because it's Nintendo. That's terrible. <laughs> it's not allowed. But they had Metroid. Much they, it they, sucks to suck. They had Metroid Prime Hunters, right? Right. That's on the 3DS. I do, I, believe, I believe. Yeah, yeah. No Nintendo DS. Those games are. Like, I'm too old. These games came out there a little week. <laughs> <laughs> they came out a week or two ago, right? Right. I remember playing. I remember having a. I remember having a demo cartridge for Metroid Prime Hunters. Man, does that, does that mean something? It was called First First Hunt or something like that. Means you're old. It was good too. I was like, man, this is 3D graphics on a handheld. Yes. That's good. It's real good. As you slide that 3D bar right back down. Yeah, I remember. Oh. I remember playing with somebody. Uh, they had a like a deathmatch mode thing you could play with like then you know how you can link them up if you're like sitting in each other's lap yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty you cool. could do that with monster hunter too yeah that's yeah. during generations mm-hmm. they didn't evolve that much you, you still gotta be <laughs> the, the online <laughs> yeah. connection is still not great but that's a topic for another day <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, I, I I just hope that they uh, plan on uh, doing something not just discontinuing it because that'd be dumb. They got to know that's dumb, right? I'm not the only I, person that's just like, wow, that's just dumb. No, they got a plan for 2023 because there's a lot of stuff that they're because that's when the Mario Kart thing stretches all the way out to. That's when they're going to shut down this. I think they're going to do that system. I think they're going to do it. They're gonna have to. I, th- I don't think they have a choice because the the PS5 and I, n- I know Nintendo doesn't look at itself as in a comparison to these consoles, but in some retrospect, they have to be like aware of the fact that their console is now two decades, not two decades, my god, two generations, really behind on tech. Like the the, yeah. the Switch really wasn't even equivalent to like a base PS4, um, and, and you know they're, they're they're way behind that. And, and, they got to realize that and they got to realize like the content in their game. I think Pokemon the Arceus was really a drawing line because that game could have been something special, like really special. And uh, they did something different with that game and made it different. But in the same, you know, they, they were limited by the console and how special they could make that game. And they right. did what they, they did what they could with it, of course. You know, they made it what they could. But at the same time, you know, developers have to be like, hey, look. We're not going to keep making games on this console. It's so old. Like we could we could be making something and like something we really want to make and making it the best 
we can, but now we got to dial back our best and just make it work. And and people don't want to settle for that. I mean, game development is more of an art, and that's like going to an artist and be like, I don't want your best painting. I want something like you did, like in a you know, on the like when you were short on time. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need you to dumb it down a little bit. Yeah, and that's kind of like an insult to their abilities. Like you know, like they don't want. Yeah. You know, I think Nintendo's gonna fall into that, and and people are gonna start to realize like, okay, so Nintendo keeps selling us these games. They're really under par to what we're playing now. I mean, and just comp- if you look at Pokemon Arceus and then and put it side by side with Horizon that just came out PS5, like like it's not even it's not even a comparison. Like this looks like something that I played. Like it should be on like it's like looking at the Nintendo 64 like against like the 360. Like it's like this is mm. obviously a huge like you know. It's hard to fathom that there's a difference in their current generation consoles that large and this acceptable. And Nintendo has to realize that. And like, we need to make a console and we shouldn't like, you know, they were giving us those breath of the wild updates and like those little teasers. And I think they stepped back and realized like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't put this on this console because it's really just going to be like an expansion to breath of the wild. That's how people are going to view it. It's not going to give that all factor. Cause that all factor has already been established we got to carry that on and make something even more amazing. And they're not going to do that on the current console. Right. Typically every Zelda two is also different in its feel and way. And if you just release that, it's going to be, I mean, like you said, the same exact, it's like same exact model link, same exact stamina is bar, except you can fly now. I think a little bit or something. You like can jump out of a plane. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, I believe 2023 is a year that Nintendo is going to do something. They got something planned. Um, maybe we'll get a hint of something at, at the next E3 uh, or anything. Yeah. Um, probably by holiday of 2023. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm going to say. Fourth quarter. I, I'm going to go with 2024. They'll announce it 2024. Only because yeah. they did that Mario Kart business. And. They're not going to be done done with that till the end of 2023. So I'm going to say like you won't see. I'm going to say new new console sometime in like third quarter of 2024. If we had to put it on the books, that's what I'm going to go with. For anybody making a, a wiki page on us, put that on there. Yeah. <laughs> for, our, for our tracking, I'm say quarter four. Quarter four. Uh, 20, 2024. Very well. Let me jot that down on my notepad that I don't have. Yes. We make a lot of predictions and neither of us are very memorable. No. <laughs> so, Every once in a while we're like, oh. Yes. Right. We nailed Horizon. The greatest one was, uh, <laughs> was, what was it? Mario Golf and something else. You did. You nailed Mario Golf. That's all I got on Nintendo. Do better. Do better, <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Make us love you more. I already yeah. love you, but make us love you more. It's like that relationship, you know, where you just you just deal with it because you're already committed. You know? Yeah, you've been in too long. You're in too deep. That's not right. <laughs> that doesn't sound right at all. I don't feel that way personally, but yeah, it sounds like, yeah. Well, it sounds like man, I have to call uh, Doctor Phil. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get beat from the other room. Get him flying through the door. Yeah. <laughs> Judy chopped me to the neck. Yeah, that's like, all yeah. you're gonna hear. Yeah. You hear this, ah! yeah. 
it it's gonna be me falling out of the chair uh yeah i just hear the the, the, the sound of dead weight hitting the floor <laughs> after <laughs> after i got liam neeson <laughs> yeah. come in there hot like steven seagal oh man here limbs door pieces explode <laughs> Uh, a nice one-liner. A good one-liner. Snapping arms. <laughs> Snapping arms. So let me tell you about some Horizon. Let me tell you a little bit about it. Give it to me. This game is is it's impressive, but by technical standpoint. So the the graphics on this game, man. Let me tell you. It hurts my eyes. It's it's so it's <laughs> so defined and thick of like just everything. It, I like you, that. You know, I've been playing a lot of like Switch games. And this this isn't batching the Switch. There's nothing against the Switch. But I've been playing a lot of Switch games and like a lot of indie games where it's mostly just stagnant backgrounds and you're moving in 2D, doing a lot of that kind of stuff, you know? Yep. I, I haven't put in an open world, full blown game in, a, in quite some time. And when I put the game in, right, I slapped the disc in. It sounds like the PS5 is about to blow up when I was installing it. Um, uh, disc was running at 8,000 miles per hour. <laughs> About to take off out yes. the window. <laughs> but um, once I once I started up and I jumped into the world, it was just like, whoa. You have you have that instant like feeling of like confusion. Like you forgot how to play games because it's just so much stuff like on screen visually. Yeah. And it's just it really overtakes you. But visually it is it is immaculate. And uh I haven't seen too many too many moments where I, I've came across a couple graphical glitches not nothing nothing crazy like uh like some of the plants and stuff you'll pick up are like inside of a rock or something you can't access it like nice. you, you know or, <laughs> and i found a box there was a box like uh the loot box things you pick up in horizon one of those was inside mm-hmm. of a rock you couldn't couldn't get to it just dumb stuff you like that and i'm like that still yet yeah it's just a dumb dumb little graphical glitches but i never i didn't see any involving aloy and uh, clipping into stuff or nothing like that. Well, that's that's good. So it's pretty pretty. I wouldn't say bugless. I didn't come across too much. Uh, there was a part where the the talking sequence was a little off, where like it didn't advance properly. Like they like they were talking and they weren't like like in the in the spot where they should be talking about the thing, you know. But that's really yeah, the only like it was all really off sync when it when yeah. it went to go do it. Yeah, it didn't seem like it, it queued at the right time. That's the only things I've really come across problem-wise. I'm now, like I said, I'm only like six hours in. Uh, it hmm. seems to be uh, more Horizon so far. Just That's more a good Horizon, thing, though, right? Absolutely, and it play, You know what? Actually, plays a lot better uh, than the, the original Horizon. The, the controls feel tighter on the on the bow aiming. Uh, okay. That's what I was going to ask. It, it feels pretty tight. And it, the bow play feels, I mean, it felt really good in the first one, but I think it feels even better in this one. Uh, you can really, and you hit the, you can do the slowdown thing and like really tune in a shot. feels really good. The machines, uh, the design work on the machines are absolutely phenomenal. Like you can actually see moving parts and stuff on the machines Ooh. as they're uh, moving through the world. Uh, you can scan like them. That. You can scan them and, and then you can actually scroll through each component as it highlights each component really easily using the focus. And the and some of the bigger monsters, uh, you can like pause and then go to your notebook and look at those components individual. So you don't have to like ah, okay. 
so you don't have to do this like real time and study it if it's something new you're coming across which is really cool i like how they incorporated that it came it kind of gave me like a monster huntery feel when it came to that okay like you can yeah. kind of study a machine like checking and, your your journal yeah yeah you can like really study and figure out the weaknesses for each each thing you come across so that felt really good i didn't try the performance mode yet because it felt so freaking slick already in the resolution mode which i don't know how they did i know it's not locked at like 60 frames on on mm. on the on the quality mode the resolution mode because there is a couple moments i did feel like it kind of like it dropped frames a couple times but that's like i mean we're talking like minor super minor nothing crazy but it feels like it's running like somewhere between like 30 and 60 all the time like it feels like it's always like it, you can usually tell when you spin the camera around your player like really fast and uh this will allow you to do that without it feeling like it's jumping it has that like that little bit <laughs> right. of like lag to it yeah but i do want to try the performance mode and see what see what that feels like but i was so content with the quality mode i didn't even bother to go in and, and adjust any of that the story-wise um from what I've done so far, without giving you anything, like I, I like I, I paused the game the other day and I was only like two percent complete. Jeez. Uh, two two. <laughs> I think that was at like a four or five hour each mark of uh, playing the game. I was like two point. Yeah, they're doing it. Two point three five each percent or something crazy. Uh, so I don't know how vast the story is. I'm assuming maybe mainlining is like 30, 40 hours. Would be my guess. Just by the kind of how I'm doing it. And I'm sure it's probably well over that, doing side quests and, and discovering all of the locations. Um, the only thing I didn't understand is they did they did one of those <laughs> they did one of those numbers where like like uh, you know how you got all this cool equipment and stuff in in the one you're playing now, Horizon Zero Dawn. You already upgraded a bunch of this cool stuff and you got it. They did one of those numbers like oh <laughs> like I lost my equipment on my travels here. <laughs> You know, Oops. like, and now you got to, like, get all this stuff back, which is not a big deal. Uh, so, you know, and it does let you override machines and stuff right off the bat. The, the perk trees are completely redone. Uh, and and uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff in the perk trees. Uh, I'm not going to share any of it just, just so you can discover it on your own. But I read through it because I always read through the perk trees and kind of figure out, like, a mental path I want to take before I start putting points in the stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did some of that. I can say the story wise, like I'm not even in the West yet. Like it doesn't even start you in the West. So there's that. Uh, so my six hours, I'm still not even where the game takes place. That's good. You have the title <laughs> screen. <yet. laughs> I, I did. I did see, I did see the horizon forbidden West thing pop up, but okay, that, that, well, that happens. That does happen like three hours into the game. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's that Ubisoft style. Yeah, they gave you one of those. You're like five hours, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, great!" Uh, Start the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but no, they they drop you right into the action uh, when they when they start you into it, and they don't tell you like really what's going on. You got to kind of figure it out. But it does start you off with a wonderful like recap movie that does a pretty good job of filling you in, and I think you can discover more of that and kind of what's happening as you play the game as well. So. I would definitely advise playing the first one. Absolutely, though. Don't try it. This this movie is not in depth enough to, to fill you in to like all the events that happened in the first one. But it started to come back to you as you start like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember that. Mm. So 
That's pretty good. I like the plot. Uh, I do. I do like the plot so far. What's up? Does it have uh, haptic feedback for the controller? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my my big question. I wanted to know. Yes. Yeah, so they did do the haptics on the bow. Uh, so you pull left trigger to aim. You pull right trigger, and you feel like that resistance, like when you're pulling like something. Mm-hmm. You do feel that on each bow bow pull. Uh, there was also a point. Uh, the haptics actually feel really good too. Like the vibration is is subtle in spots and also more extreme in other spots when like a mon like not a monster thinking a monster hunter when a machine's like right yeah, up on you, uh, you can feel that vibration from their footsteps and stuff. It's really unique. Uh, that's really cool. They've done so much with that haptic. It, it completely adds on to the actual experience in the game. You feel a little bit more uh, connected, I guess. Yeah, there was a part you had to use Immers- your immersive. Immersive sim. <laughs> oh, I'm so immersed. Uh, there was a part you had to use your spear to pry like a door open, and that, and I was actually kind of surprised at how hard it was to pull the trigger. Like I'm gonna break this. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, this is this is a little strange. <laughs> like I didn't know how they even applied that much pressure on, on it. Uh, I don't understand how it works. Is what I'm saying. But I thought I was gonna break it, but it was clearly supposed to do that. It's clearly supposed to break either way. <laughs> yes, but it's clearly meant for me to break the controller. <laughs> but I'm super, super into it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can upgrade. You pick up, you pick up stuff like you normally would in the first one. You do a lot of the picking up the sticks and the flowers and stuff like that. And you can upgrade your equipment, upgrade your outfits. Uh, I haven't seen no extra outfits. I can't even access none of that stuff yet. I'm not far enough in. But there is a there is a category for outfits in your thing, just like the first one. You, you do the thing, uh, you save at campfires, kind of explore the world. A lot of it's familiar, but different at the same time. I feel like they just added onto it and made it better. Uh, the climbing actually now, you can't climb everywhere, but you can still climb particular spots and handholds and stuff like that. But your focus now actually illuminates those for you. So you can actually see mm. what you're supposed to actually be doing. <laughs> well, that's of, also good. So instead of just guessing. I need that. <laughs> it's I need a, it's, that for me. It's a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like super impressed with just the quality of the game right on day one. I think that's the more impressive part. Like I'm not running across anything that's like game breaking or nothing glitching out or there's not like machines flying across the screen. There's no like they did the, they did their job and did it correctly. And I feel like that's why you know this game is going to be probably one of the game of the year contenders for this year really oh for sure like, and i did read an article and, and and kudos to to guerrilla games for the fact that they delete they delayed the horizon game they came out with the truth they delayed it to avoid having them they get their employees to crunch which is you know phenomenal to hear a sony studio uh you know doing it for the employees and not for the corporation right correct which is great. It's, um, it's better for the games itself to come out and not have this big crap storm right at the beginning for the first few months to make your game to where people don't even want to play it and you got to finally work it back. Like, that's, that's hard. Like, it doesn't work for every company. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't it's feel a like... a hard hole to dig out of. It doesn't feel like everybody works 16-hour days on it, you know? Yeah. It feels like they put, yeah. like, a good effort into it. It feels like what they've done so far with it. 
yeah, the soundtrack and the sounds in the game are really, really phenomenal too. So whoever worked on that as well, like I'm sure the 3D audio is amazing on it too. I'm sure they put that in it. Yeah, I haven't tried it with headphones yet. I've been doing strictly uh just a sound bar, just a stereo sound bar, and it sounds good. The mo- God, yeah, I want to keep calling them monsters. <laughs> the Some the machines, those, uh, the, the headsets. Yeah, I don't. I use my uh, so I got I do the pair of headphones I you use for my PlayStation is one of the uh, Razer seven point ones, Threshers, I think. I do use those, and they they do work pretty pretty good. I haven't. Uh, I don't know if there's a difference between like the three D. I don't know if my if I'm getting the three D out of it or if I got to buy the ones that say three D on it. You know what I mean? They, they don't they don't specify that very well they really don't so i'm not sure on that how that works um, because i was actually looking at a a pair of razor kairos they came out with for the ps5 on their website and it has the haptics and stuff in the headphones as well and it's for just for ps5 right <laughs> but i was yeah. like but like does this have that does this enable the 3d stuff or does it have to be sony's first party you know product i I didn't understand i was like i'm not going to spend 200 bucks on a pair of headphones if it doesn't give (laughs) me everything that i need (laughs) you could buy two of the ones that would do it for that price too yeah yeah but i was just going to keep what it had the haptics and stuff in it too i was like man that would be immersive There's a, I almost called monsters just then. Dang on. Uh, <laughs> the machines, though, when they walk beside you and you can feel your whole head shaking. That's, yeah. With your controller, too. That's that's immersive. Oh, immersive. Slap that immersive butter all over that. Brain. Oh, yeah. But I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not committing to that until somebody clarifies what what works and doesn't work. I know my 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 Adobe, like the, the Razer 7.1s work really good because it has the 7.1 channel. So you hear it surround sound in the headphones but i don't know mm-hmm. if there's a difference between like a 7.1 or a 3d I, I, I don't know me being kind of an idiot it doesn't help me <laughs> to understand what the difference is help that's why they're putting the ps5 enabled stickers on tvs for me <laughs> for, for you <laughs> because i don't exactly. understand anymore what works they heard they listened in they said look <laughs> we got to help our boy out you best leave them stickers on headsets. Like what? Like really? What is the difference between surround sound and 3D audio? Like if it goes all the way around you, is that not the same? Like I don't understand. Nah, 3D gets up in your ear holes. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe there's it's more. <laughs> it's more surround. It's more surround. It's 360, not in seven spots, but all 360 spots. Exactly. That's maybe. what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> it gets maybe. in there. Feel it, but I haven't committed. Maybe I should just get the the, the, the first party. I have enough headphones, and that's my really problem. So I don't want to buy another pair of headphones unless it's something like I actually need another pair of headphones. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm at that point too. I got a set for like each system, and like I don't need another. It's a real problem. My PC. Yeah, they're so- all different, and I don't need another one. No. Now I got the the. I don't even know what they're called anymore. Nari, Razor Nari, something. I don't know what they're. Well, I don't know what they are, but they do the shaky wobbles. And, <laughs> they do uh, the weeble wobbles <laughs> in the ears. And you know that's nice. And I thought that'd be cool on PlayStation 
with the haptic controller. You're really set at that point. But I would, like I said, I wasn't. I'm not committed to two hundred dollars for something that I'm not quite hundred percent sure this is exactly <laughs> what I sure. need. <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody's got answers for you either. You know, I should drop them an email. But hey, you want to sponsor yeah, the should. podcast and also did the <laughs> headphones do what I needed to do? Because there's no sticker I, on the box. <laughs> I would love for that to happen because I. Oop. That illusion. Hi. Oh, did I there you go. No, you went completely robotic, and uh, that was Thanks. all I heard. So, welcome <laughs> back. Hi. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. I think I said hook us up. Something about if I would really like that because Razor, and then you said I, and then you went. See, I don't have the somebody proper was, setup. Somebody's so. really working for that endorsement now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what happens between my, my headphones yeah. and then my mic is all crazy and then it's like <laughs> sounds like it's help help us. Help us. Help us with our problems. Help help you boys out. Yeah, any any final thoughts, comments, or concerns there, sir? Um, it was nice. It was nice today. It was enjoyable. It was. A lot of stuff. A lot of thick, thick content. <laughs> Uh, if you can measure our content in some kind of manner, it's its thickness. <laughs> it is it is the girth. <laughs> it's definitely not the quality, but it's a no, lot of it. we bring you the girthiest <laughs> of content in your uh, face, whether you want it or not. That's great. Um, the only other thing I, I, I would say, um, game-wise, go check out uh, Dreamscaper if you like um, the old... Uh, roguelikes um I, I compare it to hades and uh isaac mm. finding of isaac pretty solid it it mixes um this is what i've been playing lately it popped up on game pass and i was interested you you do like your your runs basically the same way like how hades isaac all those work you jump in you got a weapon you start with a weapon a shield uh a ranged weapon and a uh ability and you can set it either pick your stuff or you can set it to be random. You can master the certain ones and it gains like a permanent buff to it on all the levels. Uh, besides that, when your runs over the stuff you collect in there, you use it in the real world with your character and you go out and meet certain people at like these individual places and you build conversations and, and actually into their story. And the further you get, along and closer to them gives you permanent buffs and things that you can select and open up in the actual uh, when you go to do the runs and it's all in a dream world so when your character goes to sleep at night bam that's a run hmm. pretty solid for like a new new game coming out like an indie one too uh, it's the graphics are don't go in there expecting like Hades it's kind of like its own style nobody has a face which kind of adds this really like makes you feel out of touch when you're actually learning and meeting the people, but you go through their stories and I think it's like eight, eight or nine different characters that you can interact with and give gifts and build gifts and learn the stories. Pretty solid though. I, I was very impressed with it. Mm. I had a lot of fun with a new game that didn't think I was going to like as much as I did. That's the best when that happens. Yeah very wide range of just the weapons that you can use and it's, it's fun and the enemies are difficult you can set the difficulties it gives you more you know the harder you make the dungeons the more special trinkets and doohickeys and shiny things you get 
they're my favorite. Yeah, you know them shiny boys. Yep, pocket full of them. Pocket full. Of them. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I want to say. Dreamscaper, check it out. You have to. I don't even know if I heard of that. I have to look that up. I I didn't. It just popped up. I just checked the new stuff, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Been playing it through the week. I did. Uh, I guess on this, on that note, I did. I did start up. Uh, I did some death death door. Uh, I tried death that door? on death door. Yeah. Yeah, I tried that on the Switch. Uh, it's, demo or no? No, it's the this the full. You bought it? Yeah, yeah. Did I need it? On, on the I've been Switch? looking at that one. Oh, yeah, de- I've looked de- at it, like the physical one, I think. Yeah, it's good. It's uh you haven't played it? I thought it was on Game Pass. Wait. With the little bird? Little bird? <laughs> okay. The, so I haven't played that yet. I was thinking of a different game. Mm. Um but I need to play that and now I'm mad. But yeah, I was thinking of something totally different. Yeah. I was thinking of this uh, as it was more of an anime style and a detective game. I was like, oh all right, I see you. <laughs> you getting in there. Uh, <laughs> I got your waifu pillow coming. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. <laughs> but I did try that out, and uh, I used I had a bunch of points saved up on this, and I think they oh. expire. Don't they expire? The gold points. They, they say they do, and I don't really know. I feel like they sent me an email saying, "Hey, you're about to be broke. <laughs> <laughs> you better use it more." So I, 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 I think I had like five dollar each something in there, and uh, so I used it on on Death Store. So slammed it in there. Yeah, because I didn't know. I didn't. I was like, I didn't want that to go to waste. But I tried it out, and uh, it's pretty good. I like it so far. People say it's it's hard. I didn't find it to be that hard yet. I I, I played this. There's like a they got like a tutorial boss, and then there's a boss after that. And that took me like it took me. I beat it on the second try. Like I cause after you learn his his move set, like I was like, well, this is this is not that. There's, uh, maybe it gets worse. I, I might be speaking out of turn here, but uh, you're wearing you, you busted up in there with your pro pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, boss I, shoes. I, I, I didn't even have to get my like Dark Souls victory sweat rag out. I keep it in the oh, case. Man, not that. <laughs> yeah, I keep it in the case. <laughs> you keep it locked case <laughs> under, under the under yeah. the bed, tucked away. Yeah, so. I don't bring this out. Well, people were comparing oh, it to. We <laughs> were comparing it to Dark Souls, and I was like, "There's no way." I did one of those. I did one of those again. <laughs> I was like, "There's yeah." yeah. <laughs> well, it, was, it wouldn't be. <laughs> it's like you know, two dimensional, like top down, isometric kind of look. You know, I was like, "Yeah, I can't." Yeah, it. it's more of like a. I play it more like Hades, should I say? Okay. I, I chop Sif pops up. <laughs> yeah, I chop, 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 dodge, chop, chop, dodge. You get that down. You, you know, you can. You figure it out. But you got your chops and your dodges in order. Yeah. The trick is never do all three chops. Even though you can do three, you Even always just, you know that you can do it. <laughs> yeah, just do two and dodge, and you don't have to worry about it. If you try the third one, it gets a little it gets a little sketchy, and you might you get don't get hit. You might get caught a couple times, but you only get like four. You only get like I don't know. I'm in the beginning, but you only get hit like four times, and uh, there is no health. You don't you don't pick up health. <laughs> <laughs> so each hit each hit is uh, pretty pretty critical. You can plant like these flower seeds and like grow a plant that you can use to get your health back. But there is like a, a limited amount of those in the world. Uh, and that's something like a, like an item you pick up and you have to use like on a flower plot, like thing you find. 
it's not on, just in an actual flower yeah pot. you have to actually like just do the whole thing to get the health so it's not like you can just it pause it, work for it. Yeah, you can't just be like oh i need a potion or i need to you know i need to sip my flask real quick it's not i gotta go eat 10 blocks of cheese and <laughs> yeah. 40 pieces of bread in my inventory <laughs> yeah you don't get that option so every every hit does count <laughs> that was it, me every time facing a bear in skyrim <laughs> <laughs> oh god eat all these carrots and cabbages yeah exactly but i like it so far it's fun uh the story seems cool you're like a like a bird that's going around uh collecting souls uh you're like us you, you work for like bird. the yeah yeah you work for like the soul like the people that collect the souls and uh the bird actually goes to a place where the souls have been hiding and he has to now gather these giant souls to unlock the death door uh Ooh, sounds very souls like but uh but now, yeah, well, his the, the bird's door is actually open on how he got there. And the bird actually ages. Uh, maybe not in game, but the, the, the story says, like, the bird will continue to age until he can close his door and claim his soul that he was reaping. Hmm. But his soul escapes him, and uh, thus the story begins. I'm about to go play that right now. I'm about to leave this podcast immediately <laughs> and do that. The combat's really smooth. Uh, it feels it feels really good play, and that's going to be my thing. I think on the Switch for a little bit, in between some Horizon, when I get time to actually fire up the big big boy system. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably do some, sure. some Death Door, and it's got puzzle mechanics in it. It's not just all choppy choppy. Uh, some puzzles and stuff you got to solve, and some collectible items. I don't know if they have use yet. Too too early in. Think about the fight, the first like m- like main boss. I did like a tutorial boss, like a a boss. Then there was like a mini boss, but now I think I'm fighting like one of the main bosses is coming up. Uh, so I'm cur- I'm curious like where that's going to take me, and and see if that the difficulty like cranks up a little bit. But as of now, I don't I don't think it's if you play it like I think if you play a game like Hades and you're so aware of the, the your surroundings and so many things are coming at you from like 18 different angles, like right. Yeah, you once you like play a you game like that, it. yeah, and you kind of like, and then you jump into this where there is only a limited amount of enemies, and there's only like four people on screen. You kind of can like the, the bullet help aspect to it isn't as terrible <laughs> as like Gungeon. Yeah, Woo. when you when you've played something like Hades, where you are dashing, like like yeah, the whole game is dashing, <laughs> like like you are dashing, like as fast as it lets you dash the whole time you're playing. I am dash. <laughs> so when you jump if if you do jump into this, this death door game and try it out you, you'll see what i'm saying like like i can i can see where this is difficult but i think the difficulty of it is is just not getting hit because uh, you don't <laughs> like you don't have that health and you need the health for the balls you want to save right. your health as long as you can this road making mistakes is really what makes the difficulty there maybe not so much like the enemies really all i got i'll give you more on that when i guess i dig into it a little deeper but so far pretty yeah pretty I'll, good. I'll jump into it myself see what we yeah. can it's totally worth it wiggle out of there and it was 20 20 bucks and i usually i wait for sales but i got like i said i was afraid that my points were going to expire because uh, it's been some time since i've used them and i was like i know i'm going to get one of them emails and i'm not going to be sure how many they took because i don't know how many i have <laughs> so i just <laughs> didn't want to be a good waste Totally worth it. It was worth the 15, 16 bucks or whatever it was. I would have paid the 20 for it from what I played so far. Oh. 
saying big things, though. Yeah, I'm gonna check her out. The bird's cute too. Little cute, cute like crow bird, raven. I think he's a raven. It, it helps. <laughs> he's cute. He nice. Thanks. Nice. He said, "There's a character. He, he comes across, and he said, there's like little cinematics, and he sits on a bench uh, with this character, and the bird's just like he just looks like a regular like blackbird on the bench mm. with a sword strapped to his back, and it's like <laughs> in, in comparison to the other character, it's like a full blown full person. It's just like he's talking to this bird, like a regular sized bird. I don't know. The, the size comparison made me laugh, and I was like, this is funny because it's not like they made him look like a like a cartoon animated bird. He still looks just like a bird. <laughs> he's still you know, a bird. He, he doesn't have like legs and arms and stuff. He's just a bird with a sword. <laughs> Which is the funny part. But yeah, I highly recommend it so far. But I think that is all I have though, sir. Any final extra final thoughts, comments or concerns? I uh I do not. I don't. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. And you can find us over on Patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn where you can support the show, get the show ad-free, and some extra content. Because that's where it'll be. That's where you'll find it. But until next time, take care. Just remember, we love you. Hugs and kisses.